For tuning in to the Open Door Ministry Breadcrumbs Podcast with me, your host, Barbara Smith. We are here to share our blog articles with you in an audio format. We know that people are very busy and constantly on the go, but we all still need daily inspiration in our lives. It is our goal to share a few thought-provoking morsels that will challenge you to stay actively engaged in the Word of God. His Word is the bread of life. The Missing Usher by Barbara Smith. A person who does the work of an usher may go by various titles depending on the venue they are working in and the functions they are performing. I've been married to my wonderful husband for over 41 years and believe it or not, he often watches what some might refer to as chick flicks with me until he becomes oversaturated with them and then he must have a change. Then he will say, let's find a shoot 'em up bang bang movie. Why don't we? We need to see someone get shot. So we will hunt and pick around to try to find something worth watching where there might be a few car chases, a bit of blood and guts, and a good guys catching the bad guys. It is in some of these movies that I have seen what they call bouncers, that great people going into certain types of establishment This I do not have first-hand knowledge of, thankfully. They are a type of usher, and though they do not meet and greet you with a smile, they are taking money from the patrons or checking their tickets or guests' reservation lists before they allow anyone in. One of the most important aspects of their jobs is to usher you out, willingly or by force, if you do not have a ticket or if you are up to no good and are making trouble in their place of business. I guess they could also literally bounce someone out physically, hence the name Bouncer. Depending on where you live, many towns have those they would call greeters at the front door of their stores. They may do more than just one job, like checking and stocking merchandise on the shelves or cashiering. But when they are at the door, they smile and say hi and bye to folks coming in and out. Watch the flow of traffic. Watch for shoplifters and near duels. Many Walmart stores have these, but a lot of other department store clerks are instructed to shout out a greeting to the customers as they enter the store to make them feel welcome. You may have been to a very large gathering, such as a conference with your organization, a ball game, a concert, or even a large theme park. They will have parking lot attendants. They will usher you to the first available parking spot so that you can fill in all the places from the front to the back. They will guide you to the area they want you in, though you might have preferred to park somewhere else. This is their job, so most people will comply even if it is inconvenient. They may also be looking at your windowsill to make sure you have paid for a parking pass. They are often very sullen and take their job very seriously, not saying this is a bad thing. Once you get into the park or convention center, you will have ushers that will then help you find your seat, keep order, and expedite the efforts of getting everyone situated before the event begins. They may also have some duties 
of watching to make sure order is maintained throughout the event. There may be personnel in a museum, amusement park, or even a store who are acting as tourists, but who work for the place as security guards or watchmen. They are incognito, while other attendants there have a name tag on so that the customers can tell that they are ushers and are available to answer their questions. They can answer most questions or at least point you in the right direction to where you might be able to find your answer. My first question when I go into a building, you can probably guess it, is where is the restroom? At that point, their job is very vital, in my opinion. Unfortunately, as our society becomes more and more technologically based, customer service is fading out and suffering. The job of an usher, no matter what the label they wear or their specific job description, is supposed to make people feel welcome special, appreciated, wanted, and needed, but a computer cannot quite get the job done in the same manner. Some places have realized that though we could go all computerized, there is still a human element that is involved in making their business a success. Therefore, they are once again trying to train their staff to focus on customer service. Without the customer, there are no sales and no jobs for those employees. A simple greeting and a smile can go a long way to make someone feel comfortable. Funeral homes are a prime example. Funeral homes have ushers because this is such an uncomfortable setting. They want to put everyone at ease and let everyone know where they need to be and when so that no mishaps occur in an already awkward situation. Weddings, though on the lighter note and a happy occasion, can make people very nervous and they can feel lost. Ushers will not only help you with parking in this situation, showing people where to sit as well and where to sign the guest books, but also to literally be a part of the ceremony to walk the bride and groom's specified special family members, most often the parents and grandparents, down the aisle to a specifically saved seat. This is a sign of honor and respect and allowing all the attendees to see that these are the most important people in the bride and groom's lives. As we contemplate these and so many more, we can see the job of an usher is very important. We cannot cover them all in this article, but finally, the one that comes to mind readily for me, and your mind may have already gone there, are the ushers at church. They may also have various functions. We recently visited a church where the ushers or greeters were holding the door open for us as we approached, but because of this, the doorway was almost blocked. They did not have much to say, but they were friendly, and because we are outgoing and familiar with church settings, we initiated the good morning greetings, made it over the threshold, and found our way inside. I just wondered at the time, though, what a poor, unsuspecting visitor would have done. We asked one of them where we could find the pastor, and he was very helpful. This was impressive and appreciated. He also showed us where we could sit. Though everyone has a different personality and demeanor, faithfulness is to be admired and goes a long way. Part of their job description could also be to let you know what would be taking place in the service, especially if you are a first-time visitor, or where the Sunday school classes and restrooms are. They may give you a visitor's card and a gift. Some churches, especially now, have coffee and donuts served in the front foyer or possibly in the fellowship hall before church, which someone would have to let the visitors know about, which is usually the ushers. The ushers are often used to pass the plate for the tithes and offerings as well. 
They can be used as parking attendants at a larger church and for security purposes these days. Their job is very important. A short story, our family walked into a church a couple of years ago looking to attend their service for the first time. The doors were open and the lights were on, but there was not a soul around. We knew nothing of the service times or details except what the sign stated on the outside. We looked around, peeked our head into the sanctuary, and after waiting a few minutes, we just left because we did not feel welcome or even comfortable staying. God's house should be the prime example of things being done right. 1 Corinthians 14.40 says, Let all things be done decently and in order. Having a well-trained staff is one of the ways we can fulfill this. Using precious saints to minister in this manner is a wonderful way to get people involved in the house of God. David said in Psalm 84.10, For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. Hebrews 10.25 tells us, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as we see the day approaching. God promises us in Matthew 18.20, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. With all these things being said about ushers or those who do the work of an usher, I have noticed over the last few years that there is a missing usher, a job opportunity that goes unfulfilled and the position that he or she would fill is of utmost importance, more so than any other position in the house of God, including the pastor. There is no shortage of singers these days. A choir, soloists, and ensembles can be readily found in short order, whether they can carry a tune in a bucket or not. There is nothing wrong with this because in Psalms 98.4, we are called to make a joyful noise unto the Lord all the earth, make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. We also have some of the most eloquent teachers and speakers in our churches ready to feed us and challenge our hearts and minds. This is a beautiful thing. However, without the missing usher, these will come to naught. We come into the house of the Lord in a rush or scatterbrained because we have not been able to slow down all week. We are trying desperately to catch up with everyone, find out what the latest is with the Joneses all before church starts because as soon as possible after the service is dismissed or possibly even before, we are going to make a mad dash run to our favorite restaurant for lunch. Not to say that there is anything wrong with meeting, greeting, or eating. They are all a part of life. However, here is a scenario we caught on video a few weeks ago in a service we attended. The people were talking and milling around. The praise singers began to sing on the platform out of the blue, no warning, and the people just continued to speak to one another well into the third song, and that is being kind. Sometimes people do not sing because they do not know the song. However, often it's just because they have not engaged their hearts or minds yet. This is where the missing link, the missing piece of the puzzle, the missing usher's critical job comes into play. The missing usher that I am referring to is the service leader who has a personal relationship with God and can usher others into his presence. He or she will bridge the gap, connect the disconnected fragments between the platform and the pew, and bring everyone's mind into one accord. Acts 2 verse 1 says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. 
Acts 2.46 tells us, And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Acts 4.24 says, And when they had heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, which has made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them. Supernatural things happened and lives were changed when people came together in one mind and for one purpose. The usher, a.k.a. service leader, is there to remind the congregation of their purpose, get them to come in from the foyer, take their seats, give people a chance to get their last greetings out for a few moments, and focus on entertaining the Spirit of the Lord. People are compared to sheep in the scriptures because they need a shepherd or leader. Nothing wrong with that either. It is just the facts. Having a dynamic service leader can drastically change the outcome of a service. It will change how the singers sing, how the songs are received, how the preacher preaches, and how the word is received. He or she can make the visitors feel welcome and help them navigate the new waters they find themselves treading. This usher is not there to give announcements, although he could, but his main purpose is to make the Spirit feel welcome in the midst of his people. God promises us, as we read in Matthew 18:20, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there will I be in the midst of them. However, he wants to be invited to move amongst us and work for us and in us. He will not force himself upon anyone. He will wait for an invitation. In Revelation 3.20, he said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. This important usher helps to facilitate this dinner date. We must not come to church to be entertained or to entertain, but to worship our King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Philippians 2.2 says, Fulfill ye my joy, that ye may be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Ushering in His presence and having that rendezvous with Jesus Christ should be before the singers sing, the announcers give prayer requests or announcements, and before the word is preached. If not, the singers will only be going through the motions. The announcements and prayer requests will not even be heard, and neither will the Word of God be absorbed and digested as the bread of life should be. We must become serious about fixing the disconnect that has come between the platform and the pew by once again making sure we have the most important position filled. You may call him or her an usher, a service leader, an MC, a saint, or he or she may have no title officially at all. They do not have to have frills or bows, wear the latest fashions, or be able to sing. However, if they can reach the throne of grace with their prayerful worship, they are qualified for the job. Leaving this position void and trying to pretend that was for the olden days will be the demise of our congregations. To get everyone going in the same direction, we need a leader. Whether it is physically, emotionally, spiritually, or mentally, we must be in one accord. A church congregation and the meetings we hold should not be a one-man show. Find the talents and skills of those that are in your midst and use them for the kingdom of God. This will increase your growth in maturity and in numbers. 
Let us not endeavor to become so modern and hip that we emulate the programs around us at the expense of not having the living Savior moving in our midst. We must not forget the basics or exchange his presence for a cup of coffee and a donut or a compliment about the new outfit we are wearing. Church should not be reduced to, yes, I said reduced to, being a social club. Though it is nice to see our friends and family there, we are not there for that reason. It is not a place to come because there is free babysitting, though nursery workers and Sunday school teachers certainly deserve a double-decker crown on that day. It should be a place where we can come to engage in corporate worship unto our King, find rest for our souls and answers from the Word of God to all of life's questions. We bring ourselves as a living sacrifice unto God in appreciation for all that He has done and continues to do for us, and we act as a mother to the newborn babes in Christ. We need to bring back the ushers, a.k.a. service leaders, who can usher us into the throne room, after which we will never be the same again. Thanks for joining us today. We trust you have been nourished and blessed. Always remember the Lord is faithful and His mercies are new every morning. Until next time, God bless.